Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Girl Cheese and Rosé. I wanted to take some time to kind of explore this thought that I've been processing for the past couple weeks. Um, I realized when I originally mentioned the concept, like, you know, mentally, and I've been getting to process this statement, so to speak, I, I originally put it in the context of relationships. But as I've been processing it for the past couple of weeks, I've realized that it really applies to all aspects of our life. And I really want to explore it with you. I know that when I have these conversations, whether it's with a guest or with this, or if it's just with you and I, you know, I'm always discovering something. I want us to dive deeper into an area of our life or into something that maybe is untouched. But this one, I think that we can all relate to no matter where we are in life. Um, because we all want some type of element of sanctuary of rest or safety or peace, or we're looking for something that just, we can call home. And I have a couple of my friends that have either used the title home, shout out Genesis to her, uh, live music event. There's, um, a couple of people that I've heard it, use it in their poetry. I've, um, encountered I actually just recently heard a song um it's actually by New Bethel but um Dinar I believe is how you pronounce his name actually came out with the cover of Home and it's amazing I've listened to it like every single day um since I found out about it a couple of days ago and what I've realized is that we're all looking for this place that we call home and a couple of years ago, I remember expressing to a friend of mine and, and telling her just out of a place of expression, like, I look forward to finding and building with a man that feels like home. And I knew what the feeling was about. Like, I know the feeling of home, the feeling of safety, the feeling of that it's something that you can call your own and you can come home and you can take off the day and you can just be yourself. But I didn't realize that the process of getting to what we find peaceful is really a process. And sometimes we're, we're always in a hurry to get to the ending product or destination of what it is that we desire, not realizing that there's something for us to learn in every stage of every aspect of our life, whether it's business, relationships, um, life circumstances, family, school. There's just so many different dynamics that there is a process to everything. And I would like for us for the next few minutes to just really discover what do we define as home for ourselves? What is it that we, we that we're really in search of? And so when I was, you know, thinking about, okay, what's the process of actually finding a home? You know, when I think about you actually a person who's going to buy a home, one, you have to know what it is that you want. You have to really sit down and think about, is the kitchen more important than the big, you know, walk-in closet? Is the yard more important than the four or the three or the two-car garage? You have to really sit down and think about what is important to me? What are the things that I value? What are the things that are priority for me? Before you even call an agent, because one of the first things that the agent is probably going to ask you is what is it that you're looking for? 
besides the fact, what can you afford? But I think before you can really even decipher what you can afford, you really have to discover what it is that you really want. What are the things that really make you happy? Like for me, a kitchen is really important to me because I enjoy cooking. Cooking is something that's really important to me. It's something that I enjoy doing. It's something that I find therapy in. It's something that I I enjoy hosting. So I want a big open kitchen, right? If we're talking about a home. So I know for me, a kitchen is more important than the three-car garage. I'm okay with the two-car garage if I get a bigger kitchen. I know I have a lot of clothes. So a walk-in closet is more important to me than having a garden tub in the bathroom. However, for someone else, the garden tub may be their thing because every Saturday they take a they take a bath and that's like their place of sanctity, that's their place of serenity and peace, but for me it's not. So as individuals, we have to discover what really makes us happy. What really things are priority for us? What really things um, really drive us and really make us feel alive? Because we live in a world that social media, we can we can attach ourselves to whatever, what the trend. We can attach ourselves to, you know, the trending hashtag or the trending topic or the or the trending person. And we can attach our expectations and our beliefs and our desires. And we look at them and we will say, that's what's going to make us happy. And that's not necessarily true. It's not really true. And so you have to really discover what things make you happy. In order to do that, you have to discover. You have to try things. You have to do things that you typically wouldn't do. You have to surround yourself around people that you wouldn't typically surround yourself around because you really don't know what it is that truly makes you happy until you find yourself around different things. Until you align yourself with people or circumstances or locations. And I always say, Traveling expands your exposure. Being able to travel to different cultures or different continents or different countries, different, even different cities, even traveling. I mean, if you live in the suburbs, being able to travel into urban areas will give you a different exposure and a different perspective. But a lot of times we don't. Being able to discover your gifts means that sometimes you might have to try some things that you wouldn't typically try because maybe What you think you're gifted in is just what you're good at and not what you're truly gifted in. Maybe because you've been groomed since you were a kid to play a certain sport or to speak a certain way or to be involved in politics or to be, you know, um, in a certain arena of of your career that that's all that you know. But let's just say, you know, you've played sports all your life and you realize that, man, I really enjoy building things. I really enjoy crafting out a blueprint and then seeing the house or the building or the construction or the commercial building actually in front of me because it was based upon what I drew. But you don't know that unless you try And so you really have to tap into yourself and really begin to try different things. Go mountain climbing, try, you know, 
shadowing somebody in a different department in your business or in the corporation that you work for, or even shadowing a mentor or somebody that has, um, that has accomplished some things, or maybe, you know, if you're, if you're black having a white friend, or if you're white, having an Asian friend or Asian friend, having an Indian friend, like expand your thinking, expand what your mind typically sees so that you can begin to tip tap into the things that really allow you to know what's really important to you. Because when you're searching for home, when you're searching for what finds you peace, sometimes you don't know what that is because you're used to turmoil. You're used to drama. You're used to always being on the go and not knowing what silence feels like. Silence may make you feel uncomfortable. But maybe if you experience yoga and you understand the importance of silence, you understand the importance of meditation, maybe then you can actually see, oh, okay, this is what I enjoy or this is what I like. And things begin to download and things begin to pour into your spirit, into your soul. And you begin to connect with things that you never connected before because you're always on the go. So you really got to find what you really want. And then you get and then you got to find out what can you afford? You know, people have to go through the process. You have to actually get approved. And then once you get approved, they tell you how much you're approved for. If you're approved for $300,000, a $300,000 house, or if you're only approved for $125,000 house. And you have to search within yourself to decide what can you really afford? What do you really have the capacity for? These are the things that you want. These are the things that make you happy. These are the things that you want to accomplish. I've I found what I'm not just good at, but I found what I'm gifted at. However, there's an area and a space that you have to decide what do I have the capacity to afford? And if what you desire doesn't align with your capacity of affordability, you got some work to do. You have some work to do. That's no different than if you went to apply for a home or apartment or a loan and they tell you you're not approved or you're approved, but you're not approved for as much as we thought. Right. So then what do you have to do? You have to work on the areas that allow you to get more money, more house, or more of a loan, or a bigger opportunity. You got work to do. And nothing's wrong with work. But what I have realized, especially with self-discovery, is people don't want to spend time with themselves. But we want home. We want a relationship, a healthy relationship. We want hashtag relationship goals. We want to be entrepreneurs. We want to be, you know, on the grind and on the hustle. And we want to, you know, how to how to grow your business to six figures. We want to do all of that stuff that sounds great, but we don't have the capacity for it. So there's a process, like I said in the beginning, there's a process to everything, And a lot of times we're trying to move furniture into a house that we haven't even selected. We're trying to move. Think about that. We are literally trying to move furniture and decorate a house that we have. We don't even own. Because we're trying to speed up the process and we're trying to 
put ourselves where we're in phase one or phase three and we're trying to jump into phase seven and we haven't even got what we needed out of phase three. And that goes this goes for every single area of life. There is a process. There are steps that have to be taken in order for us to grab something from every single level so that we can maintain the next level. And a lot of times we go into situations with this preconceived notion that I know what I want, I know what I need, I know what I can afford, and that's not the case. Sometimes we don't know what we need because we haven't taken time to discover it. Sometimes we don't know what we can afford because we haven't matched what we really want with what we have the capacity to expand ourselves to. Those two things need to be done before you go searching. For example, before you go searching for a real estate agent, you need to know what you want and what you can afford. That is the basis prior or the steps that you have to take in purchasing a home. So if you are looking for a place of peace, a place of domain, a place that you can just let go and be free in your business, let go and be free in relationships, let go and be free in your in your spirit and your spirituality and your emotions, let go and be free in your family, let go and be free with your finances. You have to discover what you're good at, what you love, where your areas of growth are, what it is that you really, really want, what you can afford. And when you find out what you can afford, it will open your eyes to what needs work, what you need work on, what you need to work on. So let's talk about relationships real quick. If I really want a healthy relationship, right? And in my discovery of finding out what I really want, I discover, okay, I really want, you know, um, I really want um, to enjoy the person that I'm with. I want to enjoy them every single day. Love is important. And yeah, that's great. And that's fine. And yes, I want to, I want to grow in love with my partner, but I want to like my partner, right? If I discover that that's important, if that's more important than than us being able to do business together, right? Me liking my partner every day. Then I have to match what do I have the capacity to allow that to grow because I'm an overthinker. (laughs) You give me too much information, I'm gonna process and analyze whatever out the several different outcomes. In a business realm, that's phenomenal, that's great. But in relationships, that can be stifling. So if I understand that and if I know, hey, this is what I'm able to afford, I know that, hey, I want to be able to like my partner, which means that I have to live in the moment. The ability to develop a like for a person and their personality and just the small quirks allows you, you have to live in the moment. And I don't, living in the moment is rare for me. And for anybody who's a planner and strategic and analyzes things, you understand what I'm talking about. 
I live for the future. My mind is constantly thinking and processing what can be done 100 days from now, two years from now, three years from now. So living in the moment is really tough. Well, when I find out what it takes, what I need in order to afford that, that shows me that I have to begin reading books. I have to slow down my mind. I have to date a little bit differently. I have to ask questions a little bit differently. I have to begin to to find peace in enjoying the moment. And I have to be very real with myself with where I am, which is being an overthinker and being a planner. And I also have to understand where I'm trying to go. I want to have the balance and being able to manage living in the moment. Not that I'll get it 50-50, but at least I'll grow in that moment so that by the time I actually go or I'm in a situation where I'm dating, I can go into it knowing I really want to enjoy whomever I'm with. So I'm not going into it asking all of these deep theological or intellectual questions or trying to figure out purpose and all of this kind of stuff. I'm not thinking, I'm not going into it like that. I'm going into it with, do our personalities even fit? Do we even vibe on a base, on a base level? Do, can I see just grocery shopping with you being fun? Can I just see bike riding being something that could just be fun for us? Cause we'll get to the future stuff. We'll get to the conversations if I like you, if we like each other. But if we're trying to jump, move the furniture into a house that we haven't purchased, we begin doing things prematurely that's not needed. Same thing goes for business. We get a business idea or we get a concept and we jump in, we start buying all these certain things or putting things in place and we haven't taken the steps that we needed. Getting a business mentor, we don't even know our mission. We don't even know what it is that we're trying to do with our business, but we're hiring a business mentor. We're paying them, you know, $5,000, $6,000 a month for us, for them to help us get to a place that we don't even know that we want to be because we ourselves has not, have not done the work. You have not done the work that you needed to do before going out to reach out to someone, whether it's dating, whether it's relationships, whether it's your family, whether it's business, whether it's school, whether it's your finances, you have to figure out what does home feel like for you, my friend? What does home feel like for you? Stop leaning on other people and external sources to figure out what home feels like for you in anything and in everything know what it is that you want so that by the time you get to the place where you're reaching out to people you know what it is that you want and you know what you can afford then once you tell people what you want now they're alert now they know what to look for. Now they know how to lead if you're if it's a mentor, if it's a therapist, or if it's a real estate agent. Now they know what to go look for. So if a real estate agent, if you tell a real if I tell if I speak to a real estate agent and I tell them and say, Hey, I can afford a three hundred thousand dollar home. I'm looking for a kitchen that has a really big, um, a really big open kitchen with an island. I would like to have two of double ovens, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling her, I'm telling her all of these things that I want. If she gets a home 
that becomes available on the market. And it's a small kitchen. It doesn't have an island. It only has a single oven. Do you think that she would bring that to me if she knows that the kitchen with the open floor plan and the big island is a priority for me? That she's not going to even show it to me because she knows what is a priority to me because I've already decided what's a priority for me. And I was able to articulate it to her. Hey, these are the things that I'm looking for. I'm okay. I'm flexible on the car garage. I'm flexible on the size of the, of the master bedroom, but I'm not, the kitchen is a non-negotiable for me. But you, but, but you don't even know what's a non-negotiable for you. So when you're talking to people, when you're going into business deals or negotiations or you're trying to pitch an idea, you don't even know the basis of what it is that you want and what it is that you require and what it is that you are willing to do before you go talk to people. So people have no idea what it is that you need, what they're looking for or what they can do for you because you are undecided. So my friend, I need you to settle within yourself what is home for you? What does home feel like? What does it look like? Draw a picture, write it down, voice note it. What does home feel like for you in these different areas of your life? Because we are in 2020, there has been a lot that has happened, a lot that was unexpected. There's a lot of things that we plan to do. There's a lot of things that we expected to do and they did not happen. And we had to readjust. We had to realign. We had to we had to understand that there was going to be a new normal. Things were not going to be as they have always been. And so we had to adjust. And then and within adjusting. We had to redefine what it is that we have the capacity to do or what can we do with what we already have? How are we going to align ourselves with this new norm? So this isn't the time to run away and to grab a hold to somebody else's idea or to figure out what home feels like for somebody else. This is the time for you to decide what does home look like for you? Do you want a, a, a single, a single home? Do you want a, a sta- do you want stairs? Do you want a two story, three story? Do you want to, and I meant to say a one story, not a single home, but do you want a one story? Do you want a pool? Would you prefer to live by the lake? Would you prefer to live in the suburbs? Would you prefer to live in a condo? No, um, no lawn care. Would you prefer a huge lawn? Those are things that you need to figure out as it relates to your life. And the reason why I am comparing it to a home is because there's something about when you find the home of your dreams. There is something even when you find the apartment that you can make it to a home that is just yours. Because you've spent time developing, you spent time cultivating the energy and the vibe, whether it's through candles or whether it's colors or deck or decor or simply that it is your own. But what does that feel like for you, my friend? What does that look like for you? Because you want to be able to articulate to the people that are around you. What home is for you? Not what home is for somebody else. Not what you think home is, but what do you feel within your gut home is for you? 
How can you articulate that? Because just like the real estate agent who's going to go and search for the things that you said are priority for you, they're going to come back to you and they're going to give you options. And then you're going to go search. They're going to take you around to these different homes and you're going to go in and you're going to and you're going to see, okay, I like this kitchen, but I'm not too crazy about the dining room area. I'm not too crazy about the 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 backyard, but I love the pool. I love the deck. I love the outside kitchen. And there's different things that you begin to walk through the home and you begin to see how will life be lived in the home because you begin to match the things that you've already drawn and the things that you've already imagined and the things that you've already said are important to you. You can now picture those things and what you actually see because now you have options. And then you may go through five, six, 10, 15 different homes and you get tired and you get aggravated and like, why is this not working? Entrepreneurs, single over 30. Why is this not working? Why am I still here? Why am I still struggling to to be what I know I can be? I see other people on on Instagram and Facebook and their businesses are growing and it's booming and I'm still here. I'm still struggling. I've 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 tried it 10 different ways and it's not working for me. Sometimes it takes just that many times. That I I've heard people like literally visit 20, 25 homes before they found the one that was for them because they were looking according to what they said was a priority. And sometimes you don't always get it the first time or the second time or the third time. Sometimes you don't. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that it's not happening. It doesn't mean that home is not being designed for you and that there isn't a place for you to call home. It just means that you got to keep searching. And what's great about mentors and accountability partners and people who have been where you're trying to go is that they can calm your nerves. (laughs) Just like a real estate agent will say, it's okay. I'm going to keep looking. We're going to find it. Don't worry about it. We're going to find the right home. This isn't it. Okay, good. A, a good real estate agent, realtor, realtor will affirm that it'll be okay. This is normal. You're not going to find everything that you want. And then they'll even tell you sometimes you might have to compromise, but only you can make the decision because it is according to what you want, not what they want. A realtor doesn't put their, a good one doesn't, doesn't put their feelings and their thoughts onto you. They only affirm what you said was important and what you said was valuable, what you said was valuable to you. And if anything, they may give you a piece of advice to say, hey, you know, you know, the kitchen is really important to you and you got the kitchen here. Now you didn't get You know, the square footage that you wanted in the living room, but you got the backyard as well. So they begin, they may point out certain things to you that you may overlook because you're focused on, no, I want this, this, and this. So a good mentor, a good accountability partner, a good therapist, a um, good business coach, a good life coach will allow you to see what you will help you see what you don't see in your search for home. Even a relationship coach, 
is necessary. But you don't always find it the first time around. I wish it was that easy because, look, I'm 35 and I'm single and I would like to be, you know, booed up with somebody's son. (laughs) Right. But I have discovered enough within me what it is that I want. And I've even realigned and rediscovered what's most important to me. So that when I encounter someone that I deem as a possibility or potential, I can operate accordingly. And that is what the beginning stages of finding home in any arena should be. What is it that you're looking for? You can't stop trying to look for furniture for something that you do not have. Stop trying to find the decor and the curtains and the right dishes and the china and the silverware for something that you do not have yet. You need to discover what it is that you want in your home. What do you want home to feel like? What is what is when you breathe and when you inhale and exhale? What does that feel like in your home? What does that feel like in your relationship? What does that feel like in your business? What does that feel like when you grab that degree? What does that feel like in your career? What does that feel like in your family? What does that feel like, friend? What does it feel like? So you can articulate what it is that you are looking for. So you find, you go through all these different processes and these different homes and you're like, ah, I don't really know. Maybe you think one is it. You put an offer on it and the higher, you know, there's a higher, a higher offer taken and you don't get the house and you're disappointed. And you probably even think maybe this isn't for me. Maybe entrepreneurship isn't for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to get the director level job. Maybe I'm not supposed to move up the corporate ladder. Maybe I'm not supposed to be in a relationship. Maybe she's not for me. Maybe he's not for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to have a baby. Maybe I'm not supposed to do the things that I've always desired or what I've searched to what I've searched to identify is the things that make that that make me feel alive. Maybe I'm not supposed to have that simply because you were told no. No, sir. No, ma'am. That's not how life works. If you are convicted enough to know that you desire something and you know that you are deserving of the desire, a no should not stop you. Just like a sale happening or someone else getting the house and it not going through from you, going through for you doesn't mean that there isn't a home for you. It just means that you have to keep looking. So what does the agent do? Hey, we thought we had it, but we didn't. I'll get back on. I'll get back researching and we'll find some more homes. Or you go in. If you got the money, you go in and you offer a little bit more. If not, you go back to searching. Instead of quitting Stop quitting on yourself. Stop quitting on what it is that you desire. Stop quitting on your search for home, your search for peace, your your search for serenity, your your search for feeling whole, your search for walking around butt naked and just feeling free. Stop quitting before you get there. Stop quitting 
because sometimes you have to test different business models in order to know which one fits for you as an entrepreneur because we're in a world that's so content heavy and so you keep trying this and this and this and you think because you tried what Gary Vee said and it didn't work that or it didn't reap the results that you thought that maybe you're not meant to be a mentor or you heard what E.T. said and it didn't really quite give you what you thought you needed so you think you're not supposed to be a motivational speaker or whatever the case may be. You got to try different things. In order to find which one that fits. Stop quitting. Because you have to discover your home. And discovering your home isn't just a snap, crackle, and pop type process. It's a journey. And you have to be very intentional about the things that you do. And the things that you pursue. You have to be intentional. So, the real estate agent gets back to researching finds more homes and you go look and you go see and you see three more homes and it's the fourth one that does it for you it has i mean literally almost everything eight out of ten things that it is that you listed it has it and you're sold and you go through the process and you want to put an offer on it and the offer goes through there's still a process you still don't get the keys just because they accepted the offer You still don't get the client just because they said, yes, it's not until a contract is signed and money is exchanged. There's still a process. There's still movement that has to happen even after you have found it. And many times we find it and we celebrate and we celebrate too much prior to Doing the things that still needed to be done in order to acquire what is needed or in order to acquire what it is that we have found. We we go on dates, <laughs> we encounter people, we have great conversation and we begin to create this narrative in our mind that hasn't actually happened. They, we may be on the same accord. We may like each other the same on the same you know level, but contracts haven't been exchanged. And I'm not talking about marital contracts, but just even the verbal contract of, hey, we're committed, we're together. And already you starting to act like you in a committed relationship and nothing has been said. There's been no verbal commitment There's been no things that have been put in place, no money exchanged, nothing that has put you in a position to say that this is mine. It is not until the closing. Isn't that something that that's the process that they call for when you are purchasing your home? They call it the closing. The closing of a the closing. The closing. It is the end of. The process, at least that part of the process it is the closing. It's almost like it makes me think about a um, a Broadway, a Broadway uh, show. And when they have, you know, the when they're closing the curtains and, you know, it's the end of the show, even though they have the encore, it's the closing of the red curtains that, you know, it's the end of the show. It doesn't mean that the show is not going to happen again. It doesn't mean that there's not another part. It doesn't mean that there's not rehearsals or anything that goes on. But that moment, it's, it's closed. The curtains have ended the show. 
And so at the closing, paperwork is signed, checks are exchanged, and so are the keys. And that is just the beginning. That's just the beginning. Your first client, your first sale, the diploma for your degree, getting into a committed relationship with somebody that you've been like, you really connect with and that you've been waiting for for years. That's just the beginning. And then there's another process that happens and you become closer to home because you still got to You still have to move in all of your items. You still have to decorate. You still have to put up pictures and align them and balance them on the wall and make sure they're straight. And you have to tell the movers to move it a little bit to the right and move the sofa a little bit to the left. There's all these things that still have to be done and it's still a process. But it all started with you discovering what's going to make you happy. What kind of home it's going to make you happy. What kind of home home feeling do you want in your business? What kind of home do you want in your relationship? What kind of home do you want with your children and with your family? And even though I'm really talking about a home, buying a home, but that the feeling that you get of being in your own space and something that belongs to you and something that you feel safe in can be translated into every area of your life. What does that look like for you? It starts there. It doesn't start with furniture shopping. It doesn't start with telling social media that you're about to buy a home. It doesn't start there. It starts with you uncovering what it is that you really want without the influences of others. It's you going deep within yourself. It's you journaling. It's you writing down things. It's you exploring. It's you traveling. It's you finding out different business models. It's you reading. It's you researching. It's you dating different people and maybe even a different race just to find out. You can date a different race and say, no, I'm good. But you did it because you were able to identify No, that's actually not what I want. And I'm not saying that you have to date a different race in order to say that that's not what you want. I'm just saying try and explore and discover and expand your perspective by just doing something different and really discovering those different things that you wouldn't typically discover because that is where the true coreness of your happiness and joy will come from is you knowing what you really want in your spiritual life, in your emotional life, in your mental life. You got to discover those areas. It's your responsibility to discover those areas, not anybody else. And so I want you to take a moment this week and I want you to discover what does your home look like in the areas of your life? What does home feel like in the areas of your life? Because too many times we hopscotching areas and levels that we aren't ready for. 
We just, we just started. And I keep going back to relationships because that's how it started is that I, I am looking for when I encounter, when I'm dating, I'm searching for home. I'm searching for what feels safe, what feels peaceful, what feels like where I can just be myself and I can just be free. What does that look like and feel like? Because I already know what that looks like and feels like for me when I'm dating people. I know how to weed through. I know I can, for example, I can step into, walk into a home and say, God, no, this isn't it. Because I know what I'm looking for. But I also know that there's stages and steps to it. That I can't talk to somebody for three days and start planning a future. Because there's a process. That doesn't mean that the process can't go quickly. Because, right, if we go back to looking for shopping for homes, you can find your home, your dream home and the home that you've been looking for in the third home, looking at the third home. Sometimes it may take 20 homes. Sometimes it may take 10 homes. Maybe you get the maybe you have such an amazing agent realtor that gets it right the first time. Right. That you can tell them all the things that you need and they're like, I got the perfect house for you. And they show you the perfect house and you're like, yep, this is the perfect house. So you can date someone, you can get into business and things just begin to operate. I mean, like it's nothing like time just goes by as if like, you know, one year or five years feels like 10 years because your first year you 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 made six figures. Second year you made seven figures. Then there's other people who made five figures in the first two years, didn't hit six figures until the fifth year. You never know what your process is going to be, but you have to be respectful and you have to honor the process because there is one for everything. So discover in the beginning what it is that you are looking for. Discover what that is. And be realistic with yourself. Discover what you can afford. Discover what you have the capacity to obtain and to entertain. Whew, that was something. The capacity to obtain and to entertain. What do you have? Can you afford what it is that you really want? And if you can't, figure out how you can get it. Figure out how you can afford it. Going back to relationships. You want a healthy relationship so that you so you understand because you know yourself and because you've spent time with yourself, you have trust issues and, you know, trust issues will impede, will destroy a healthy relationship. So if you know you have trust issues, what are the things that you need to do in order to overcome that? You need to seek help. Coaching is great. Therapy is great. You need to. Tap into someone that can help guide you through healing. Nothing's wrong with you because you go to a therapist or you go to a coach or you seek help. It actually means that you're quite wise and that you're quite brilliant because you understand life should not be lived alone. But you have to be honest enough with yourself to know that you need more help then you are putting off. If you know 
that you want a business and you want to be an entrepreneur and you're in your business and you know you're not the greatest financial manager, that you can create the ideas and you can create the wealth and the currency to come, the income and the revenue to come into your business. But when it comes to managing it, what do you need to do? You need to read books on financial management. You need to seek those that are great financial managers to help you in your business. So yes, there are things that you may want in your life. There's may th- there may be things that you desire in your life, but maybe you don't have the full capacity for it yet. That doesn't mean that you cannot grow it, that you can't grow or expand your capacity to obtain and entertain the things that you want and the people that you want in your life. But it starts with you being honest with yourself and it starts with discovery. It doesn't start with the furniture being moved in the house. When you build a home, they don't put up walls. They lay concrete. They lay the foundation. And the foundation is you discovering what is on the inside of you, what it is. It's, it's you tapping into your desires and what you have the capacity for. That is the foundation. A home is not built with windows first. It's not built with all of the pretty stuff and the landscaping. Actually, half of the time, you don't even know that what the home is going to look like until it's almost like halfway done or more than halfway done. Because you have the framework, you have you have the frame and then um, I don't really know, to be quite honest, I should have probably studied that to see what exactly the process of a home is being built. But I see it in my head like there's the laying of the concrete, then there's the actual um, framework and then they have to put, you know, the walls and the duct system and that padding stuff. I forgot what it's called, but all of that stuff has to be there's steps and layers to the process. It's not until the plumbing, the electricity, every, the doors, the locks, the windows, everything is completely done before you can actually begin to decorate. Walls painted, everything is working and functioning before, what sense, before you can move your furniture in, what sense does it make for you to move a couch, a chair, a dining room into a house that only has a framework. There's no covering. There's just holes. There's just open space. So if it rains, what happens to the furniture? Because it's not covered. That's what you guys are trying to do. That's what you're trying to do. That's what we try to do. We try to move into places and do things prematurely and we have no covering. We have no basis. We have no foundation. We have no understanding as to who we are and what it is that we desire. So a lot of times we're not getting things and we're not obtaining things simply because we don't know what it is that we want. We don't know the things that we want to obtain. We just see other people and we're like, oh yeah, we like that. (laughs) We have to do better. And so today, this week, I hope that you focus on what does home feel like in the areas of your life that you desire. What is that feeling of home? Because I know what mine feels feels like. And I know what it feels like to be homeless. 
I know what it feels like to yearn for something that you do not have. I know what it yearns like. I know what it feels like to be in something for years and wondering, when am I going to find it? When is it going to happen for me? I felt it in business. I felt it in dating and being single in singlehood. I felt it as a mother. I felt it in my family. I felt it. I have felt it. I know what it's like to feel homeless and to feel like you have no covering and to feel like, when is my break going to happen? And in those moments, I had to go back to what I discovered. And then sometimes I had to rediscover it again. I had to realign and I had to make sure, is this what I really want? Is this what's really for me? Is this really my heart? Is this really the plans that God have for me? And I had to search and I had to dive and I had to to understand, God, is this really what you want for me? Is this really what is on the inside of me? Is this really what I have the capacity to obtain and entertain and maintain? So I don't want to prolong (laughs) this conversation, but I hope that you will tap into discovering home, discovering the feeling of home, the design of home, the look of home, the understanding of home in the areas of your life. I love you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Grilled Cheese and Rosé. If this is your first time with me, you can find me on social media at Meet Brittany Nicole, and you can visit my website, meetbrittanynicole.me. I'm giving away free stuff every single week. All you have to do is go to my website, meetbrittanynicole.me, click on the link that says free stuff, type in your name and your email address, and you're in there. From there, I'm going to send you free stuff every single week. So be sure to share this episode and subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, love and evolution.